Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are giving you our first impressions of Forza Horizon 5. Forza Horizon 5! So, uh, I I do have to admit something that I have not played Forza Horizon 5. John has played Forza Horizon 5. Um, Hopefully, we will review that in the next few weeks or so um, as uh, as we play more of that. But uh, I have not gotten a chance to dive in. I'm bummed out about that, but uh, I'm super excited. I got my... Uh, Forza Horizon 5 controller in the mail today or yesterday, Dude, John. Dude, it is good. I got mine today, and uh, I, I love it. Have you opened it up yet and play and like oh, yeah. felt it and stuff? Well, I haven't. I haven't played with it. Um, but, but I yeah, I felt it. Like I didn't, I wasn't expecting the like the grippy grips on the on the handles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They mentioned like like offhandedly in like that trailer. They like mentioned like that it feel like has like a what do they call it? Like a rubberized texture on the grip like the grips but what it is and like what i guess they implied with the imagery of the the trailer thinking about it now because they're like they showed that right after they showed someone gripping the hand like gripping the the steering wheel of a of a very nice vehicle right mm. but that's exactly what it feels like is it feels like a steering wheel texture <laughs> which yeah. is very cool well or like a tire like it's like rubber i don't know if it feels like a steering wheel it's like uh, more yeah. like a, it's more like it's more grippy than a, steering wheels aren't that grippy I don't know. I feel like I felt some pretty, pretty, and you know, plush steering wheels. Whenever you know, anyway, but maybe you're right. You could be right. Could be the could the tire type of a situation, but it, it feels real good. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, so uh, I also ordered. I, I haven't gotten it in yet, but I, I ordered the matching uh, charging dock for it. Ooh, there's a matching charging dock. Yeah, I saw that the other day. Um, it's made by. It's not made by Microsoft. It's made by Razer, but it, um, it matches the paint job, and so, um, and it's translucent as well. Um, so I've been I've been just using um, regular batteries for a while because like the, uh, the the charge and plays that you can buy from Microsoft just like have not been cutting it for me. Sure. Um, they. Same. They die real quick, and then they they get to a point where they just like won't charge, um, mm-hmm. and so I just stopped using it. I was like, I can't rely on this. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna stop using it. So we're it's gonna take another like, gamble, John. Same because like <laughs> like they just stopped charging very like for very long for me. Where it was just like it, I would get to the end of a gameplay, and I'd have to like charge it in between every single one, right? Um, whereas like now, what I use is I just have like rechargeables for everything in the house. Like we just have a a bunch of uh double a rechargeables because like my mouse my keyboard so everything takes the double a's and so since we just have this big batch of double a's like that we always have like three or four of them on hand of like that are always like just charged ready to go whenever something um loses battery you just swap them out for one of the new ones put the put the the ones you just took out onto the charger it were like it's a great system it works really well so i was on that train for a while john and uh i've also moved away from that because this is why um, the the rechargeables like they just they weren't they end up not being consistent and like they test well, um, but then they they end up like just like going flying through them. I mean I, like, that's the thing is like they, they're they only start you know even any battery like a, even a rechargeable like only lasts like you know five years or something like that. So yeah, like at some point like you're gonna run into like where they start like going bad or whatever. And I've had you know a couple of them where you're like oh yeah that one's done. Um, then you're just like oh let's recycle it blah blah blah. Anyway. 
Yeah. That was just with the charge and place, dude. Just have not gotten into the no, charge and place. No. Like, but at least it'll be, you know, at the very least, it'll just be a good, like, way to display the controller and always put it back in the same spot and, uh, you know, kind of just, like, have a have a stand for it for those purposes. Yeah, so it's literally it just, like, a, a stand at that point rather than, like, a, a charging thing for you then. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll, I'll update you, John. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, keep, keep me apprised of the old situation. I will. Uh, so, John, what have you been up to this week? Oh, man. So this week, um, well, so, so I've just been doing a lot of Forza Horizon uh, 5 and uh, and Apex, obviously. Like, I've been doing the, the dailies on Apex or whatever. Um, but the uh, the thing that I wanted to talk about is something I did, like, a couple of weeks ago. I think it was, like, right around Halloween or whatever. Whenever you had mentioned that Rocket League had some cool stuff going on for Halloween. And I was like, well, I haven't, like loaded up rocket league um in a really long time let's find out what they've got going on so i loaded up rocket league and that game is fantastic chris and they do have some really cool things they had a a batman event for their haunted hallows so for like the halloween season they had uh, a bunch of uh of 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 free batman stuff you could get um i didn't buy the season pass or anything like that they they have like the uh, the battle pass situation the rocket pass i think is what they call it um but they have that going on as far as like the monetization goes but uh but like even just getting on there not spending anything like a dime like it's such a good game dude like it is it is one of those things that uh i was able to get a about 10 different Batman themed car items um, where it's like, Oh, this is the Mr. Freeze's head is, is inside the, the hubcap of the tire. It's like, Oh, this is the bat symbol is your, is your rocket trail and stuff. So there was like lots, lots of cool stuff like that that uh, they had in there. Um, and you could obviously like, they've had the Batmobile available. Like you can purchase for uh, like as a, as a, just like, Oh, I'm going to buy this set of Batman skins. So they have like the Batman tumbler, they have the latest Batman, and they have the uh, Batman, the original Batman, the Batman, Batman. Like so, uh, so like nineteen. These are all movie Batman uh, Batmobiles. Um, but and these like, are all have, cars that you could get and play, uh, r- drive in the game. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to pay for them, but like um, for those, for the Batmobiles. But like you can, like I, I had one from a, a while back where it was the Batmobile of uh, Ben Affleck Batmobile, the Batfleck <laughs> Batmobile. Which actually looks pretty darn cool in the game. Like in, in the movie, I remember being like, "Well, that's kind of strange. It looks really weird." But like in the in Rocket League, I'm like, "This looks amazing. It looks like the looks like the uh, the Batmobile." Um, but yeah, dude, like their content on Rocket League is just fantastic, and uh, and still such a fun game to to play. So I did all my ranked stuff and uh, got ranked and placed for the, for the season, and uh, and was happy with all my stuff there. So I, after two weeks of of play, I'm probably now not going to go back to it for another year. <laughs> 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 but it's there for me if I ever want it. Nice, that's awesome. But that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to this week, Chris? Oh man. Not a ton. Um, I think the the main thing that I did entertainment wise um, was I uh, went and saw Dune for a what is now the f- fourth time. Um, I, I've only seen it twice in the theaters, but I've watched it. This is the fourth time I've watched it. It's just a great Dude, movie. So whenever you said that it was like uh, the um, Lord of the Rings, yeah, to yeah. you, you it know, is. like it you're going to go see this thing fifteen times. I, mean, I don't know that I'll see it fifteen times, you know, but like I. <laughs> I definitely like this is the problem. You know, I I just like to think about it and I'm like, I really want to watch that again. Um, and I wanted to see it in the theater one more time before uh before it left. And so I'll um 
went with uh, one of my friends, and uh, it was great. And then I came home and I watched all the special features on um, HBO Max that I mentioned. Nice. Um, How are the special features then? They're good. They're like you know three minute featurettes. So like I mean I. That's a bummer. Like that, I feel like that though. Like three minute featurettes. I would much rather have like a longer, like twenty minute kind of a a thing, like yeah. combining a lot of those into some sort of like a, a format. Well, they like, honestly felt yeah. a little bit more like promo like material. Mm. Um, I mean, they were talking about things where they were talking about like the costumes or the set design or the music, and like Hans Zimmer was talking about you know like how they invented entire new entirely new instruments for this. Um, soundtrack and then like people had to had to um, uh, learn to play them and then like uh, he wanted it to feel you know really foreign that's why they did that but then he wanted to have something that was familiar so that's why they incorporate so many voices into the soundtrack um, and like the you know kind of like he he's apparently a huge fan of the book and so like he was talking about how so much of what's what happens in Dune is like influenced by uh, females like with the the order I can't remember I can never remember the order like those the witches whatever their name is and uh, and so like uh, that's why the predominant like voice you, you you hear is are these like female voices and like so he gets like real deep into it and like I, I you know I, I, it's cool hearing him talk about it but then you don't like he talks about for instance all the instruments they make they don't show any of them um and again, it feels Weird. more promo-y than it feels like. I mean, I could totally see the Blu-ray coming out and having completely different uh, behind-the-scenes featurettes hmm. on it, or like deeper dives into it. And and it's lacking, you know. It's like I, I don't know that it's a substitute. I guess is what I'm getting at for like a good proper, you know, Blu-ray uh, behind-the-scenes kind of like feature set because um, there's no commentary, director commentary, or anything anything like that. And usually like films like this have some kind of at least a 20 minute kind of making of that kind of talks about things from the beginning to end. So yeah, uh, like hopefully I, that that's comes the later. Thing, like commentaries in particular, like that's something that I really enjoy. Um, like having a commentary track or whatever like that, like that is, those are always really revealing with like movies that I, uh, that I love or whatever, you know, it's like you basically are, you know, can listen to someone who is either the writer or the director, sometimes both, sometimes cinematographer, like those types of, and being able to hear their perspective on like what they were going for and what, you know, what was happening, like in the production side of things while they're watching it, um, is always fascinating. Like it's always very revealing. Um, uh, it's the, isn't it the Ben, uh, Benjes or Benjazariot or something like that? Yeah. Like that, yeah, what, that yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Benjazariot. Yes. It's something like that. Jesuit. Jesuit. Ben That's how you say yeah, it. Jesuit. I think. Yeah. 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 Like, I was like, it's like, do I even, do I even make an attempt? Cause I'm going to, I'm going to like butcher this thing. Cause I know what it is. Like I can, I, uh, cause that last time during the is review. Is it Benjazariot or Benny Jesuit? <sighs> I don't. I cannot remember, Chris. Okay. I looked it up last time whenever we, uh, whenever we like were reviewing it or whatever, and so I could see it in my head, but I couldn't. Like I, I was like, do I make an attempt at, at, at saying this out loud? Like, do you know? <laughs> I don't remember. But I think it's it's a uh, Jesuit is the last is the second word, but it's B E N E, and so is it Benajesuit? Benajesuit? Benajesuit. Yes, that sounds right. Okay. Okay, that seems right. Okay, we've we figured it out, Chris. We solved it. Um, yeah, that's man. super cool. That's super cool. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch those. I haven't. Um, I haven't started reading it yet, and I don't know that I will. I don't know. I, I want to, but I also want to wait for the second movie. I think I don't know that I want to like 
So I, I, I think what I'm going to do, John, is I'm going to start reading this book. Mm. And if I feel like we're getting into stuff that we haven't talked about in a major way in this first mm. movie, you know, I will stop. But if I like get halfway through this book, you know, and I'm like, cool, I'll stop here and I'll, I'll watch the rest of it whenever it comes out in, you know, a couple of years. I mean, so the only thing there is I would say that, wh- ha- like, is this super close to how the no book idea. is? No idea. We're going to find out, John. This is going to be this adventure. Because, like, my thing is, like, how will you know? It's taking a <laughs> risk, for sure. <laughs> you know? It's like, what if something, like, happens... At, like I don't know, because like you know how things like are in books. Like you sometimes do like the flash forward, sometimes do like you jump perspectives, and I don't know. I feel like you're. It's a big, like you said, it's a big risk, you know, for spoiling. It is. We'll see. Well, Chris, we're gonna be talking about Forza Horizon Five, and apparently Dune in the future, you know. But first, the news. The news. The news, John. Um, so there was uh, you. You you should drive this because I don't really know what this was. Totally, uh, there was totally. some kind of uh, some kind of event with indie games. Yeah. So the the publisher Thunderful, which is uh, it was it's basically a group of different indie developers um, that like got together and were like, all right, we're gonna do our own uh, indie publishing thing, and it is headed by the uh, the developers and the people behind uh, the Steam World games. So like Steam World Dig One, Steam World Dig Two, Steam World Heist, um, and so basically this is a group of uh, of a bunch of games that they are publishing. Uh, Thunderful is the name of their their publishing label. Um, that spun up about, I guess it was about two, three years ago, something like that, where this is in fact like where uh, Meat Boy, the next Meat Boy game, Super Meat Boy Forever, um, that's this is the the publishing uh, company that's going to be putting out that game. So it's like a bunch of like high kind of uh, high quality indie uh, titles is kind of like what they're what they're known for at this point. Um, so they had an event today, and it was it was hosted by uh, Mark Hamill, and uh, which was which was actually like really awesome. I appreciated all of the Mark Hamill moments, um, where uh, the the concept was that he had stolen their he called it a tome. It was this big big book of secrets for for Thunderful, and so he was basically uh, revealing, taking it upon himself to reveal all of their uh, their secret games that they've been working on. And uh, so the 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 head of Thunderful or whatever was calling him the whole time, trying to get him to stop. And uh, at the end, he was like, "Don't read the last page. You know that's the biggest thing we're working on." And that ended up being uh, a three D. Uh, game. So the, the the Steam World games have always been 2D, but that in reveal ended up being that they're working on a 3D Steam World game. Um, but the biggest things, like I'm not going to cover everything because like there's some stuff in here where I'm just like, okay, I, I you know I haven't heard of this or whatever, but like there's some stuff in here that I was like, very intrigued by, starting with the Gunk, which is coming to Xbox and PC on December 16th. So super quickly here. And uh, they re- they had a new trailer, and uh, they had the v- the voice actor for uh, for the main character or whatever like do some introduction. Looks super cool, dude. You uh, you checked out the trailer for this one, and uh, it looks gorgeous uh, on the Series X, and uh, and looks like a kind of a three D third person um, game where you run around puzzle platforming game. Yeah, I mean, I think with all the three games we're gonna talk about, I was just kind of impressed by the overall look and vibe of them, at least in the trailers. Um, and these are all pretty much gameplay trailers uh, for the most part. Right. And so, so uh, yeah, it looks it looks awesome. I mean, it looks kind of like a, 
you know, you're kind of sucking things up, kind of like Luigi's Mansion a little bit. Nice. Um, yeah. But, but then shout. it's it's in 3D and uh, seems like there's probably some like puzzly kind of uh, area areas where you have to like figure out how do I get through here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't. It, it, there wasn't enough there to be like. Yeah, this is super puzzle heavy, and it's going to be you know a lot of whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it, po- it it pushed enough of my buttons that I'm like, okay, I will download this. It's coming to Game Pass, so like, why not? Just go- yeah, I'll download it, try it, see how it feels. For sure, and like the story of it, like I you know we knew that this was coming from back whenever the Xbox was originally revealed or whatever. It was like in one of the montages, um, but it was a situation at the time where I was like, I don't know what this game's about. And now knowing so, the story of the game is that these two uh, pilots, these two uh, kind of you know explorers or, or people who are like trying to get resources for for a company, like they land on this planet, get stranded on this planet, and discover a uh, an organism that's called like they call it the gunk or whatever but it's like it's alive and it's trying to trap them there or whatever and like this is the that's the kind of story of the game and it, it intrigues me man i uh, i'm down with it i uh, i like the look of it and and the story got me i was like okay that's what i needed to get me to the point of being like yes i'll try this on game pass you know i'll download it on uh, december 16th and give it a shot so yeah totally um, the next game that like stuck out to me uh, while we while we while I was watching this thing was uh, we have a Industria, which is, apparently came out to PC. I guess it was like a, a week or two ago. Um, but it is a a, a first person game, um, kind of with the vibe of a Bioshock, where it's set in 1989 and takes place in East Berlin and a parallel dimension. And now it's coming to uh, consoles, so PS5 and Xbox Series X in 2022. And the trailer for that like looked super interesting, like super odd. Where you're, you know, there's a uh, robot that you, you're kind of taking down with a shotgun at one point, and it like as you shoot it, like one of its arms falls off. Like you shot the arm, and the arm falls off, and you shoot the other, like the leg, and it falls over a little bit. So it's uh, very intriguing to me uh, with that Bioshock vibes. Yeah, like the uh, the description is weird because it's like you know. East Berlin, and but also mixed with like an alternate dimension, and uh, you know that you're walking around. There's not really any, like it didn't seem like there's any NPCs or anything like that. So it's kind of like, what is happening here? Why yeah. is it, this place completely empty? And it doesn't look like you know East Berlin, any kind of East Berlin that you would recognize. Sure. Um, so there's something going on. Here. I mean, it was enough. Again, it was enough to intrigue me to be like, I want to play this. Yeah, yeah. I think first the main shooter. character I also is love, like again, again, as much as I love puzzlers, I love first-person shooters. Oh, dude, they're they're a jam, dude. And the uh, like the the fact that like you have like a radio in your head, like from a Walter or whatever, being like, come, you know, come come here, you know. And then she's like, I gotta find Walter. And talking to other people, you know, about trying to find find somebody. It's like, okay, well, I'm down with that main conceit. It's similar to like that Call of the Sea game where it's like, oh, you're just looking for somebody, and that's enough to drive me, you know, where you're like, okay, well, let's find out the story of this and do some cool puzzles and and cool things uh, while that happens. So I'll, I'll walk around. A creepy, eerie, empty city with a bunch of robots uh, to try to find this Walter character. <laughs> totally. Um, and let me see. That one has no release date, but it is 2022. Um, then this last one is called White Shadows. Um, and the way that Mark Hamill kind of introduced it was like, oh, you're like a, a rat creature in underneath a city and it's all black and white. And like, I was like, okay, it sounds, sounds weird. Sounds interesting. Sounds very strange. But then I watched the trailer and everything is stunning in the trailer because it's all kind of monochromatic and uh, in the dark and stuff. 
Yeah, it looks very Limbo-esque, like strong Limbo vibes. Maybe mixed with some inside because it's got some like um, areas where it's not truly just straight up 2D. It's like kind of like almost not really isometric, but they kind of like you know play with depth a little bit. Mm, and yeah. uh, I don't, again, don't know what's going on, but the vibe is no idea. is cool and close enough to something like Limbo and Inside that makes me be like, hmm, I will try this out. Yeah, and it's it's coming on December seventh, so you don't have to wait wait very long for that one either. So I, that that was another thing that about this conference that I liked was a lot of the stuff is coming very very soon. Yeah, that's um, cool. Which is very cool. Yeah. So that is the news. All right, John. For our main segment today, we are going to uh, give you give the audience your first impressions. Uh, Forza Horizon 5. Now, I have watched some videos. I've been watching videos play of people playing online, watched some streams. Um, and uh, from my initial, like, uh, my only my only takeaways, and then we'll dive into yours, like, my only takeaways are, one, this really feels like and looks like a return to form um, to the heyday of Forza Horizon 3. Now, I, I know that, like, uh, Forza Horizon 4 got great reviews, but in my mind, it was just, like, not you know, up to par with Forza Horizon 3. And I think we talked about it where in the in the review for Forza Horizon 4 where like one, the just kind of big open areas didn't feel like they were there um, in Forza Horizon 4. And the the different terrain was like being able to go there uh, whenever you wanted, like being able to go to like a a desert area or a snow area. Like, it, like you had to um, wait until that popped up, like literally... If if you had just had the spring season, it would take three weeks to get back to the to the mm-hmm. spring season again. And it's like, okay, well, it, uh, this feels like a return to form where you can just kind of go and explore whatever terrain you want, and it's just wide open. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the other thing is like just how I mean, you've sent me some of these videos, and I then I kind of went on a deep dive on YouTube. People like trying to get these bonus boards, and they are in some crazy places this time, John. <laughs> crazy, like on pylons and. Yeah. Uh, balconies and just like I'm like oh my gosh this is insane yeah like where where there was there was a uh, I've gotten lucky a couple times uh, where like this like I'll see one on top of a roof and I'll be like I wonder if that if that mountain over there if I can get <laughs> enough speed off of that mountain to make it over here and like on my second try like I would do it I mean, you just get in the fastest car you own and then just go for it um, and that's the thing like I, I, I would say about like this is you're, you're right on where the world is more interesting because like we are within like every biome feels like it is big enough um, and it feels like it's bigger than than before um, even even bigger than Force Horizon 3 in that like you think about like the desert like where you had like the dunes um, where you were jumping all around on that and Force Horizon 3 eventually you felt like you would run out of dune. Like you would get to the point of like, oh man, I've like, I've, you know, I, you, you make a big circle around it in order to like make, you know, get a bunch of skills going on, like jumps and stuff. But it would always like, you were always felt like you were kind of chasing the edges of it where like, if you wanted to, you could just basically drive around in like a bunch of different circles and, and, uh, you know, and, and figure eights or whatever through 
these giant areas like the jungle takes up a large area of the map the the desert takes up a large area of the map the sand dunes take up a large area of the map the mountains take up a large area of the map the beaches take up a large and so like you just have a lot of different variety that you can just choose like okay tonight i'm gonna assign my home my home base to this particular location because you buy different homes around the map um and so you can say i want to be like live in the jungle and just do a bunch of jungly events um tonight and so like you just kind of like park there and and do all the jungle events until you're until you've gotten your fill of jungle and then the next day you can just like go to one of the other places um they will still have seasons but rather than it being like a strict uh summer fall winter uh spring it's a little bit more like okay what is the extreme weather events that we have like so right now it's like the dry season is what i think they call it and so we have like sandstorms um, where like in, um, one of the other, uh, like whenever I did a specific story beat, right. You encounter a monsoon. And so like, I'm down in the jungle and I'm doing a monsoon. And so like, you assume that that would be like during like the wet season or like something like that. Like you assume that that's kind of like the, the trajectory that they're going to go on is like having these different kind of seasons with more of the, uh, it's, it's less like extremes of like, well, you just won't ever encounter snow during the summer season. Cause like you can go up into the mountains in this one and there's snow up there and you just won't ever encounter rain or something like that. And it, but you can go to the jungle and it'll rain on you, but it's the more of those extreme weather events. Uh, like what, what particular extreme weather event is happening at the time, you know? Um, throughout the map and and those things happen like and they are fascinating whenever they start happening um the sandstorm in particular i was in just driving around in the desert just you know doing my thing and then the wind started getting really like high and i started seeing like stuff flying by my like dirt and particles flying through the air and it just like kicked up this huge sandstorm around me and all of a sudden i'm just like inundated with sand and wind and i'm like well i'm i'm you know i'm gonna drive out of this thing <laughs> and uh drove out of it so i don't know dude it's it's so far i'm absolutely loving it and it feels more like a bigger version a bigger better version of my two favorite forza horizons which are forza horizon 3 and forza horizon 2 um both of those like it's like those two things combined um so and I also haven't unlocked everything. So like there's the, you this one progresses in in a way that you um, unlock different festival sites and those different festival sites will unlock certain types of events. So the first one I did it unlocked all of the cross country uh, races and the next one I did unlocked all of the dirt races and then the next one I did unlocked all of the PR stunts. So that's your like uh, speed zones, drift zones, and uh, ramp zones throughout the whole map. So each one kind of unlocks a different element and they're labeled clearly like what unlocks what. And it's very cool that you can kind of pick and choose like what you wanted to do first. Like rather than being forced down a tunnel of like street racing, I was like, well, I just want to like take this, take these, these off-road vehicles into the desert. And so I just went to, went to Baja and, uh, and unlocked those first. Uh, and so it's just a very cool way to kind of onboard people. I will say if you did, if you unlocked everything like right off the bat, it would get very overwhelming. Mm. <laughs> Um, but I haven't unlocked everything. I, I've been gradually kind of like, okay, I'm going to do this location now and then get my fill of those types of races, go over here, do this type of thing and get my fill of those, uh, events. So very, very, uh, very good so far, man. I, uh, I've enjoyed my time a lot with it and am nowhere close to being done with this game. 
Oh, I mean, I would hope not. It just came out <laughs> over the weekend. Good grief. I mean, I, I drove around a decent amount. <laughs> I mean, still. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like, I mean, I never, this is the thing. I don't know that I ever felt like I, I think they always kind of culminate in like, okay, you've opened up all the the mm. uh, festival areas and then there's like some kind of giant long race. But yeah. Um, uh, I don't know, even though, even with Fourth Horizon 3, I, I feel like there was, and I played a crap ton of that game. Um, I feel like I never really found the end of the content there. Yeah. And I guess like I haven't found the end of one since two. Cause I, the end of two, like I basically finished two, did all the races on the map and did every single, uh, PR stunt and through, you know, three starred it on two and, but then three, I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't know that I ever really found the end of that one. And I, yeah, I definitely didn't find the end of four because I just didn't enjoy it, that world the uh, quite as much. And But like this one, it's like I, there's no way I'm even close. Like And, and there's no way I, I, I do feel like it is kind of going to be like, like that endless, like I'm just going to keep this installed constantly and then just dive back in and have some more fun uh, over over time. So That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm looking forward to diving into it and uh, and and kind of seeing what it's all about. And um, I mean, it's just fun unlocking things, and it's just a really fun game. Um, if you had to rate this game right now, John, we'll come back and you know kind of see how it compares. <laughs> but if you had to rate it right rate yeah. it right now, what would you rate it? I mean, it's my favorite one so far. Like, it's my favorite Forza Horizon. So I feel like this is probably masterpiece level, like 10, you know, like probably like it's, it's real high, 9.5, 10. Um, the thing I will say, like tips for people diving into this thing, because it can be overwhelming. I would like if you if this is just like your first Forza Horizon game and you don't really know what these things are um, as you're unlocking them, just take your time like really take your time with uh with kind of what what's out there and don't get overwhelmed and do all of the story missions the story missions are are separate from the uh individual races and those story missions are where i think they've kind of rolled a lot of the uh what used to be called the bucket list into it right they put a basically put a, a story coding uh paint over the bucket list and so those bucket list items like and what these are is they basically take the did they, did coolest they, possible they do cars did they do that in four as well probably probably but i didn't really get like i didn't, I didn't even finish those because i just wasn't wasn't super into it but they take like the coolest cars in the most outlandish uh like situations and go all right do this now um and uh and so like that's you know that's been been super fun to do so far in this game uh as well so those are like the the top tier kind of things that i would say is if you jump in make sure you take part in all of those story events uh the story missions and stuff those are the 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 coolest things man yeah dude also the opener the opener is fantastic i'm not gonna tell you what it is because you haven't played it yet chris but the opener is fantastic that's awesome. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Well, this is a short podcast, uh, but we wanted to give you a quick like, uh, hey, this is uh, our quick take on uh, Forza Horizon 5. Um, and uh, next week, or sorry, sorry, this Friday. So like, you know, when, are you, when you're listening to this podcast um, is uh, Disney Plus Day. And so, yes, that's right. Um, I feel like Disney Plus Day last year is when we got all those release dates. I can't imagine they're going to do the same kind of thing again, but I could imagine them Chris, giving us some actual content. They've already told us. They've already told us one thing that they're going to get that has me oh, super what hyped. Are, what are they going to give us? 
Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Yes. Can't wait for that. Very excited. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, so we'll talk about that next week. Um, and yes. then And then and then hopefully get around to th- uh, some things like, uh, at some point I want to review uh, the new Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, we'll yeah. review Forza Horizon 5. Um, and uh, we're kind of uh, going to start going down this road of a lot of uh, kind of, I feel like, game releases and... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I wanted to say on that day, on the, the like Disney Plus day on Friday, they're going to have uh, what they are calling the IMAX versions of a bunch of Marvel movies released to Disney Plus. So what that means is like they'll change the aspect ratio on the IMAX shot stuff, not to full IMAX ratio because that's like would be too much like a, a square, but it'll basically get rid of the bars up at the top and the bottom for those specific scenes um, in like Shang-Chi and, uh, and, and some other ones. That's cool. That's awesome. Right, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at ChrisWright250 and John Wright 777 and at Stay Pod. please go to your podcast surface of choice review us tell all your friends about us we really appreciate it that's it for this week we'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target, Target.